Well, the way they pick TV shows is they make one show. That show's called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows. And on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs. Some don't become nothing. Okay, so this is the first episode of the Pilot Season Podcast. Uh, my name is Dan. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast that we're going to talk about TV shows, but specifically the pilot episode of the of the TV show, just the first episode, just to uh, see how it holds up on its own. Um, mostly just for fun. Just uh, you know, uh, we're going to try and watch shows that we've never watched before. And this all came about because of you know just exploring all the streaming options we have now on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon and such. Um, just the number of television shows that are out there that I've never heard of or never seen before, plus all the the shows that we grew up with that we probably don't remember the first episodes of. So we're just going to watch the first episode of a TV show. We're going to talk about it and have some fun, I guess. So the first show that we picked for our inaugural episode, I guess this is the pilot episode of our podcast, is Cheers, which, uh, I mean, who doesn't know Cheers? It's, you know, one of probably the top ten most famous sitcoms, you know. Absolutely. (laughs) Um. So, uh, I think, you know, we're both familiar with Cheers. Um, we've, you know, I've watched it. I guess my own personal history with it. You know, I've, I've watched it. Um, I, I wouldn't say I've watched it consistently, uh, but I've watched enough of it to enjoy it. And But I, I don't remember ever watching the very first episode. And so I thought that would be a good a good place to start, you know, a sitcom, um, you know, a short episode, and then, uh, you know, just give us something to talk about. So, um, what, what, what do you remember about Cheers? Well, it was funny because when we first started watching, I started thinking ahead of the characters that we hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning... It was um, Sam and Diane for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I started to think about some of those other characters. And it took a few minutes, but then Coach popped into my mind. And I thought about all the characters and what I remembered about the show in general. Um, you know, Sam, Diane, all the regulars at the bar years later. Rebecca mm-hmm. came into play, etc. I don't remember. Frazier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's forgot a huge, all about that, him. That's a huge character. Yeah. Um. And I guess it was just funny because I don't. There's not one episode that stands out to me. I I would have to say, sure, I probably never followed it regularly, and um, 
realizing now that it started in 1982, I was six, so this was <laughs> not on my radar. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me as I was playing through all those characters and what I remembered about the show in my mind was Coach. And I remember that the actor who plays Coach, he died in in real life. He mm-hmm. died while they were filming. That's the only thing I can remember. I think that just really stood out to me because he's such a lovable character. Mm-hmm. And then in the pilot episode, sort of one by one, several of those uh, main characters come walking into into the bar one at a time. And when he came walking in, it was almost like my heart broke a little bit because he's just so lovable. He is. So sweet. And, and his humor is just so funny. He's kind of a little bit of an airhead, if you will. And but and that was all I could think about was, oh, this this poor guy who's so <laughs> funny and lovable. And, and I, I don't know, that's the only thing that kind of stands out to me um, as far as like specific episodes or like events that happened mm-hmm. throughout the, you know, the, the entire series. I just remember it was a big deal, I think, um, well, when yeah. that actor passed away. Everybody loved Coach. And I had forgotten how much I loved Coach until rewatching this episode and just his his delivery and his his lines are just they're they're so subtle but they're they're cla- I mean they're hilarious. Yeah, he it's it's funny and, and there's this this quality of, about him this this older gentleman. He's just kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. And he'll say one thing, then he'll say the complete opposite and each time it comes, you know, from the heart, you know, he really believes the first thing, but mm-hmm. then he totally changes his mind and doesn't even realize that he's completely contradicted himself, but mm-hmm. he's 100% behind that statement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what makes his character so funny. Um, but I, I think there's the the cast itself. There's just so many actors who um, really play those comedic roles so well, like you said, with the the delivery, mm-hmm. um, you know, Norm, all the characters really are just, mm-hmm. I think, spot on with mm-hmm. their delivery. Absolutely. Well, I guess um, real quick, just to kind of recap the pilot episode, um, it's kind of a classic setup where you know you're introduced to all the characters and they, you know, bring a you know, a new character into the mix to interact with the already, you know, established um, set that's at the bar. So you have um, uh, Diane and her new fiance, Dr. Summoner Sloan, who um, stop at Cheers for a, a quick drink uh, before they're heading off to Barbados to get married. Uh, Sumner leaves Diane at the bar while he goes to retrieve. Uh, the, um, his grandmother's ring that his ex-wife has, and while Diane's waiting at the bar, that's you know she's kind of our window into the characters um, at the bar. And then by the end of the episode, it turns out that uh, Sumner and his ex-wife have reconciled and have gone to Barbados together without you know, leaving Diane stranded at the bar. And you know she comes to grips. With the realization that you know working at the bar is going to be her 
uh, you know, her immediate future, and that she's um, looking at it as, you know, she she what to, to quote her, she is a student of life, and she's going to. Uh, so again, she's kind of our window into this, into Cheers, you know, as a, as a new new character. Um, and I and I think the show, well, that this first episode, I mean, it really. Um, introduced all the main characters really well, and it and it's like it within in 25 minutes. I mean, it really nailed all the characters' personalities and how they you know how they play off of each other. I mean, you've got uh, Sam, the ex-athlete, ex-alcoholic, womanizer, um, coach, the the lovable goof. Um, Carla, the you know hot-tempered, um, insulting waitress. Um, Norm, the you know the the drunk that never goes home to his wife. Um, and Diane, who is you know like she, it, it's like the the perfect like you know like oil and water you know combination. Like she's she's this white collar you know she's got this white collar background, and now she's in this blue collar environment. Um, and one thing I thought was interesting, they you do see Cliff. He's not really introduced, like he, he's not in his normal seat next to Norm in this episode, but he does, you know, he does have a couple lines, and he does give the first. It's a little known fact in I, that episode. I was thinking the same thing the entire time. Again, kind of like thinking back to what I remember. I remember them being like best buddies kind of a thing. Right. And, you know, as we said before, each character kind of walks into the bar, Norm walks in, he goes right to that spot where he always sits. Right, his corner Later, stool. the camera after the bar kind of is filling up and there's lots of patrons there. The, the camera kind of pans over and I thought, oh, hey, there's Cliff, but we didn't right. get that opportunity. Like, he didn't get his own entrance, if you will. He just happened to already be at the bar. And you're right, he had a couple of lines... But I did kind of, that was like a takeaway for me, like, they didn't, maybe they weren't certain about Cliff's character, like, Norm was solid, but Cliff, maybe they hadn't, like, well, kind of really, like, yeah. hashed that out yet or something. It's funny you mention that, because I noticed at the end, when we were watching the end credits, he was credited at the end, not in the beginning of the show. Like, he wasn't in the opening credits. At the end, it said, and John Ratzenberger as Cliff. Oh, Okay. Um, and I, uh, up to that point, I couldn't remember if they had actually mentioned, like, if he was given a name in that, in the episode, if he, you know. I don't think anyone no one called him Cliff. by name. I think he was, so maybe they weren't sure about his character right. at that time. Um, which is interesting because, because now it's like, you can't think of Cheers without Cliff or Cliff and Norm. Because right. they were best friends. Um and they just had, I mean, throughout that show's history, I mean, Cliff has, I mean, some of the, you know, his, it's a little known fact, and that his, you know, that character's, you know, always had to be, like, the smartest guy in the room, even though he was mostly the most idiotic. <laughs> um, but I thought that was interesting. Um, I don't know, overall, I think, well, for me, I mean, I, I thought the episode was still, I mean, it, it it holds up. I think the pilot holds up. I know a lot of times, you know, pilot episodes are oftentimes the roughest of a TV show's episode because, 
you know, it's they they film it, and then it might be months before they actually the series picks up, and sometimes there's changes between the pilot episode and the next episode. Um, but I I don't know. I, I thought this pilot episode. I thought it was it was good. It was funny. It it, it didn't seem it it didn't seem dated, which is what was I mean because it's what are we thirty what is it thirty four years later? What did you say? Eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah. So so the, so the pilot episode is thirty four years old, and so this was in nineteen eighty two, which you know you think of the eighties. There's so many. 80s things that you would might expect there to be in this, like 80s references or whatever. But um, the sh- I think the the episode was was almost timeless. I think you know I would have to agree with that. The um, you know the, there's the obvious things like a landline phone, right, and, and things like that. People, you know, one has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. People get phone calls at the bar. At the bar, right. You know, that just doesn't happen yeah. anymore. But that's about it. You know, so if, if you're not hung up on something like that, absolutely, mm-hmm. I would say that this still works today. The humor, it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a funny show. These are, you know, this could be any bar in America. You're going to mm-hmm. have that barkeep. You're going to have those regulars that come in. You're going to have the Diane's maybe someone who stumbles into the bar and it's really not, you know, their natural environment right. it's or obviously whatever. Along there. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I have to say that it does hold up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I found myself laughing, you know, I, not just, not just thinking, Oh, this is, this is okay. This is funny, but like laughing out loud. Yeah. So yeah, same um, here. I mean, there were coach had some, you know, I mean, I, I think really like coach really, you know, had a, probably the lion's share of the like laugh out loud moments. Yeah. Um, but you know, and it, it, it's a it, the the whole fish out of water um, situation or scenario is, I mean, is like a classic sitcom scenario, and it's one that like Diane filled for many years. You know, even when later on, when she she and Sam are a couple. Um, there was still that that you know that oil and water because he was the you know the ex jock um, and she was the you know the the academic mm-hmm. if you will and so she was always you know she was always pitting her academia against the the blue collar roots of the of the bar um, and that you know I, I think that always made for some good. Um, some good laughs, but um, yeah, overall, like I said, it, I thought it was it. It still it still holds up. Um, now, one one thing we had talked about, like um, you know, we we're kind of making this, sh- you know, coming up with the idea for the show was, you know, like we weren't really going to maybe rate the episode, but I guess would we, you know, would we continue to watch it, you know, now in this day and age, um, you know, since um, it's available. The entire series is available streaming, um, I believe, on Netflix and Hulu. So, if you wanted to watch Cheers from the very beginning, all um, I think eleven or twelve seasons, you could. It, went, it ran from eighty-two to ninety-three, which is which is pretty impressive, you know, for a sitcom. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I'm sure it it won and was nominated for multiple, probably Emmy and Golden Globes. You know, I never. I probably should have checked, but um, I didn't think about that. But you know, so I guess my question to you: Would you, you know, would you continue to watch this if, like, say, <laughs> I mean, we've got so many other things on, you know. Uh, you know, on the docket, so to speak, that we're you know we're already watching. But like, pretend there's nothing else to watch, or you know, would you continue to watch Cheers? Yeah, I would continue to watch it. I think that um, even even just one episode in, uh, there was enough, not just with the humor and. You know, I, I'm more drawn to comedies in the first place. So you know, something makes me laugh. I'm probably going to stick with it, but not just the fact that it's a comedy and the humor, you know, was was well done. When I look at the screen, I see likable characters and mm -hmm. characters who, you know, you could identify with in one way or another. And even in just one episode in, they've I think they've done a pretty good job at pulling in the audience, you know, you want to mm -hmm. know a little bit more, you know, Diane just got stranded, basically. Um, Sam, we know so little about him, but what we do know about him are kind of things, they're like big deals. Like, he used mm -hmm. to play professional baseball. He was an alcoholic. Like, these are things that are pretty big deals. Like, what, you know, what did he go through in life to get to this point, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and and the others just you know being funny characters and yeah for sure mm -hmm. I would definitely keep watching because just I think there's enough there with the characters that you do want to know more about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree, and I, I I would continue to watch it and 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 what you what you mentioned about you know the uh, Sam and you know I mean eventually throughout the series you know they they do delve into all the characters and you get to you know they really enrich and. Um, you know the the characters on the show, um, and I think you you mentioned earlier how um, you really you know couldn't pick out specific episodes maybe that stood out to you. There was one that always that I still remember, and I I think it was early on, maybe first or second season. Coach was still around. I remember I remember that much, but it it had you know there were there were several episodes. Um, throughout the series where Sam, you know, fights with alcoholism. I mean, they, they do it in a comedic way for the most part. But, you know, there are several times when he he lapses back into to drinking. And, um, you know, and it's, it, it, it's, it, it's an interesting, um, you know, it is an interesting conundrum because Diane even makes mention of it in this pilot episode where she says, you're a drunk and you own a bar, you know. So there's, you know, I think there's, you know, there that that's just, you know that was an interesting decision that they made when coming up with the show. Um, and uh, plus, oh, there was something else I was gonna mention. Um, oh, uh, I mean, the 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 theme song <laughs> is like, you know, when when. How you said that, um, you know, when you saw a coach, you started to like feel a little, you know, a little sad, and you know, because you know that he's not going to be, 
you know, eventually he's going to pass on, and that kind of made you, again, it felt a little emotional. When the theme song started playing, I wouldn't say I got emotional, but, you know, but there was something inside that I was like, oh my God, I love this song. You know, it's well, just one of the classic TV themes. Everybody songs. knows that song. Yeah. I, I mean, dare I say, people who maybe weren't even alive for this television show, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody knows this song, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, what perfect lyrics, you know, to go with what the theme of the show is all about. Right. Um, and, you know, the, the music to the theme song. It's funny because I kind of forgot about the the credits, the opening credits for mm-hmm. Cheers. How it starts off, you know, showing the bar, and then they it turns to this like a like Victorian era like photographs of mm-hmm. people. I think for the most part drinking, right? People, you know, hanging out in the bar. The bar. Yeah. And the the uh, the music has kind of the the piano part, and it just mm-hmm. kind of has like this old timey feel that kind of goes with those Victorian pictures. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to the words, it's really about, you know, the present day, you know, 1982, whatever, or Mm -hmm. even today, because like we said, it does hold up. But it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to go where everybody knows your name. Everybody walks in and they scream Norm, you know, because they do know your name. So, yeah, the 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 music came on and inside I kind of went, aw, you know, I remember that. And it's a great song. It, it kind of makes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. It's like, I wish there was a bar I could hang out at. I like want to be friends with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I want to sit next to Norm at the bar. And this is how we start writing our Cheers fan fiction. You know. Uh, and there was um, one thing. I don't know if you caught this. This was, I guess, maybe like a little, a little goof on the part of the... You know, I, I don't know who you know. If it was an editor. Th- you know, I, I don't know who would have been responsible for for catching this. Um, maybe they saw it and they said, "Screw it, leave it in." But so, as far as I'm aware, and my and all the time I've watched the show, there's only two ways to get into the bar, and they're both going downstairs. Like you can either get in through the main entrance that we always see people coming through, like the, that you walk down the steps and come into the the door. Or there's a, a re, you know the, the restaurant that's upstairs from them that you can enter the bar from the restaurant because there's that's all right. that's kind of been a thing where the bar and the restaurant occasionally there's a story that involves the restaurant upstairs right. or patrons of one establishment will go to the other and you'll see people walking up and down those stairs. Well, there is an old woman in a wheelchair. I'm so glad you said it <laughs> because. Um, how I did saw she get her. There? She's she's front and center. She's at the yeah. very first table there, like right behind where Diane is is sitting. So, no matter how the camera moves, like we saw this woman in several scenes, mm-hmm. and sh- also she was by herself. Right. So yeah, how did you get down the stairs in your wheelchair <laughs> and you're alone? You don't even have like a friend who right. is helping you. And and I I kind of had thought to myself like, oh, that's nice. They, you know. I feel like today we're more conscious of putting a variety of different like, types of people and things like yeah. that. You know, we're more conscious of that. Way less conscious of doing something like that in 1982. But somebody decided to do it, and how'd she get there? We don't know. I, I guess that's, yeah, we're just supposed to just shrug our shoulders. And, yeah, again, like, I wonder if, 
you know, we're like today, people are, I feel like, are more nit nitpicky about things like that. Like we, you know, we we're conditioned to to find things that are wrong, basically, in in all things. Mm -hmm. Back then, I don't think we were. I think we just took whatever we were given and enjoyed it. We weren't looking for what was wrong. Right. Or we weren't trying to find fault in things like, you know, sadly how we do today. Right. Um, so, you know, that's probably something that, you know, a lot of people, if they go back and watch it, you know, they probably didn't notice back then. Um, I, kind of in... in um, Preparing to to do this, I did look at the IMDb page real quickly, and apparently that old woman was supposed to be a character. She was supposed to be a recurring character who was like kind of crotchety, and you know opinionated. Um, and I think they she even had a name, but I guess last minute they decided she w they like they cut all of her lines. Well, probably they had and to because they couldn't figure out how they were going to yeah. get her in and out of the bar every every week. So yeah, I mean, because the bar is basically in a basement. Yeah, I mean, so unless there is like some they, mystery elevator that never like, gets mentioned. Is there a dumbwaiter? <laughs> but I mean, like you said, there's two sets of stairs, mm -hmm. and I dare I say the main way in is like from the from the street where Norm always comes in. Right. You know. So you you open the door and there's still a couple more stairs, yeah, right? That's right. There's still a couple more stairs, right? Like two or three stairs. There are. So I don't know. Maybe they just said logistically this isn't working. Who knows? <laughs> but I definitely noticed, and I noticed that she was alone. You know, she didn't even have a friend who right. we could say most definitely the friend helped her in here. You yeah. know. No, she somehow yeah. got there alone. They, they, yeah, they probably figured, you know what, it's going to be more trouble than it's worth to deal with this old disabled woman. So let's write her out of the next episode. Yeah, and had you not mentioned that she was supposed to be, like the plan was for her to be a recurring character, I never would have thought that. You know, like I said mm -hmm. before about Cliff, maybe they were still kind of like, fleshing out what yeah. they wanted to do with him or even the guy that sat next to Cliff right. who thanked There's Sam always, at the end like thanks yeah. for listening I kind of thought okay maybe they're going to this guy's going to be a recurring character mm -hmm. I don't recall that guy but maybe he's going to be in some more episodes okay cool yeah. But I didn't look at her and say, oh, yeah, we're going to see her again. <laughs> I looked at her as people in the background, like all the other people who, like, you know, Norm came in, Carla came in, and Coach came in, and all of a sudden, 30 people came in for drinks. You yeah. know, all of a sudden, the bar was packed, and there were all these people in the background. And that I was, just looked at her as one of them. That was the one weird thing about the way the episode opened, which I actually... I really enjoyed the way they opened the episode, where it was Sam by himself, um, walking from the back room to the to the main bar area, and there was this really like nice. It was kind of like just an instrumental version of the theme song. It was just like some saxophone and some piano, um, and it was just Sam by himself, you know, going, you know, walking from the back to the front, and um, but yeah, I, I kept thinking, what time is it? Because there's really no sense of time in this episode. I guess that's the only thing that's kind of weird. And I guess, again, that's probably something that people weren't geared to thinking about in 1982. Because, um, so what, you know, 
bars, maybe what they open like around lunchtime. I would say. I would say maybe yeah. like because you know people go to bars for lunch. Yeah. Um. And it, you know, there was no, when when this when the, when the show opened, when the episode opened, there was no one in the bar but Sam, and then enter Diane and Sumner, and Coach followed, and then, like you said, then like Carla, and then a bunch of customers started coming in, and then at the end of the episode, um, we you have Coach saying. You know, okay, Sam, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm out of here, and I'm gonna give Norma a ride home, uh, which was very responsible. Mm-hmm. They didn't, you know, they, they got Norm home. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them for doing that. Um, but again, what time was it when Coach left? Because because uh, like seven more people walked in. There's still people. And yeah. So yeah. if if it's a typical bar, it's open till 2 a.m. Um, Sam. So was Sam managing the bar by himself? For again, we don't know what time it was, so we don't know. Like, was it one in the morning or was it eight in the evening? You know, yeah. it, it was just kind of. I was a little odd. thrown off by the whole time thing. Also, what you said about the very opening—he's coming from the back to the front. I initially interpreted that as. This is Sam opening the bar. Yeah. He's preparing. I thought it might have been know? like in the morning almost. Right. And then but. Diane and Sumner came in, and I definitely interpreted them as first guests of the day mm-hmm. type of thing. Again, still, is it noontime? Is it maybe, you know, some places don't open till say, 4, happy yeah, hour It, it could have been, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it could have been a million different things. It could have, you know, it, it, yeah. And, like, again, time, we don't know how long, but, you know, they came in, Sumner leaves, she says, you've been gone, when he comes back, you've been gone for over an hour, and then it was still some time after that that Coach and Carla came in. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, okay, we don't get much of a lunch crowd, Sam could do it himself, mm-hmm. and doesn't really need any more help until 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and happy hour, and whatever, but literally there wasn't another soul in that bar the entire time and I get you know maybe you needed to set it up that way because Sam and Diane were having a one-on-one conversation basically and I get that but it did seem a little weird that there was you know there weren't at least a couple people somewhere in the background right and then coach shows up Carla shows up Norm some of the other regulars sitting at the bar but then again like I said kind of a lot of people who were not at the bar but sitting at the various tables Mm. and I also have to say it it was kind of funny to me that the conversation was mostly at the bar Sam coach Norm Cliff Mm -hmm. Diane yet everyone else who was at that bar was hanging on every word that they said there were a few (laughs) other people at the bar yeah um, but then there were all these people at tables and it it just seemed like Everyone was paying such close attention to their conversation. I I don't know why. I thought that was just a little <laughs> bit funny. Like, oh, just thirty people listening. You yeah. Know. But well, yeah, it was very hard for sure. It was very hard to gauge the time that Diane got to the bar, that the rest of the staff got to the bar, that Coach left for the night. When Coach said I'm mm-hmm. leaving, I was like, oh, they're closing. They're locking up. But, but then, like still, I said, like seven more people walked in. There were still people in. in the bar, plus people walked in. And 
and of course, and, and that's one of the interesting things about the physical layout of the bar itself is because it's in the basement, there's no windows. So maybe that was delib like del deliberate planning on the creators to say, we can do this, and then that way we never have to explain what time it is because there is no... There's no night. There's no day. Yeah. You're just in the bar. Yeah. The only thing I, I guess we could say for sure is that the majority of the characters showed up, I'll just say, after work, standard work day. Like, Norm mm -hmm. comes from work. Cliff comes from work. He's been Everyone's delivering wearing, the mail. And a, a, a lot of people are wearing business clothes. Right. Shirts, ties, jackets. But clearly, they technically open before, say, happy hour-ish, because mm -hmm. Diane and Sumner came in at least a couple hours prior to that. Yes. But, yeah, definitely hard to gauge the time or how long, how many hours had passed mm -hmm. total, so. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there was something else I was going to mention, and now I forget. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know, any, uh, any final thoughts or anything like that? Any? Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess just to kind of sum things up, I would watch this show, and um, you know, it, it's it's not been on my radar in so long. You know, I mm -hmm. haven't really thought about Cheers in so long, but now just one one episode. I remember. Okay. Go ahead. I'll finish. Just one finish episode in. You know, I remember how much many years ago I did like these characters, and mm -hmm. yeah. It, it wouldn't be so bad to to take another you visit know, with those guys, you know. I forgot how much I liked Ted Danson as that character. You know, um, he definitely like from from the moment the you know the episode opens. I mean, he's just all charisma. You know, I could you know I, I definitely see his appeal um, then and now. I mean, he's still you know he's still a good actor. Um, but he he really I think I mean that that was just one of those cases of you know um, like an ensemble cast that was probably just perfect you know yeah I mean and and I think like look how long this show was on television eleven or twelve seasons you got to be doing something right you mm -hmm. got to have people that are clicking um, the the chemistry if you will between the actors and you know if they weren't having a good time if they weren't clicking if they weren't you know the show could never have gone on no. you know for that long never and you know Ted Danson I always liked him um I do think he plays that character really well like Sam always knows exactly what to say mm -hmm. how to say it when to say it like right he he always just gets that line in there exactly where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. What I was gonna say that I I didn't remember, and then it came to me, um, the part of the episode where they were all the, the 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 bar talk, they were having a discussion. They were talking about the sweatiest movies. Oh right. Right. <laughs> well, then they mentioned Body Heat, the Kathleen Turner. Um, uh, William Hurt, um, sexy thriller. Uh, Ted Danson was in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and and after they when they, at one point someone mentioned Body Heat and the camera kind of lingered 
on him for a second. I, so I don't know. Again, I don't know if that was deliberate or if that was... And I wouldn't have noticed that because I'm not familiar with that movie and certainly didn't know that he was in that movie, but yeah. that's really funny. Yeah, he's he, he's not... I mean, yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, I'd say he's probably like... Yeah, he's got a pretty substantial role in it, but... Um, yeah, that's, that's what I couldn't remember that I wanted to say. So Well, that scene where they did talk about... Um, the, the sweatiest movie. Mm-hmm. The people, like Carla said, these people over here are talking about the sweatiest movie ever or something like that. And they were people not at the bar, but, you know, to the mm-hmm. side, like at a table. But I loved how she brought that to the bar, like one mention of it at the bar. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's in. Norm's standing up and calling <laughs> out different, you know, yeah. movie names. And, like, now it's the whole bar is, is a part of this conversation. And well, I thought that was, that just made it, like... Just made it fun. Yeah. You well, know? well, to me, the, the the pinnacle of that was how how great was it when when Sumner came in at the end of the conversation yeah. and Diane says, "Oh my God, thank you for finally coming back." They've been talking about the, you know, I've had to endure the conversation about the sweatiest movie, and he just goes, "Cool hand, Luke," you know, like, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, good one." So it's like, you know, it just kind of almost goes to show that. Guys, no matter what your upbringing, it's like some guys are just always going to be, you know, guys are guys. You know, no matter if you're, you know, a um, a professor of literature like Sumner or a mailman like Cliff, you know, guys are going to watch guy movies, yeah. you know, and talk about sweatiest movies. And it was just, that was just funny to me how he just chimed in, like, without thinking. He's like, oh, cool hand Luke, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I guess for me to wrap up, yeah, I, I mean, I can only just echo what you said. I mean, um, I would continue to watch it. I would recommend that anyone go back and rewatch the pilot episode if you're a fan of the show and haven't seen it in a while. Go back and rewatch the pilot. Um, if you've never seen it, uh, go back and rewatch the pilot. It, like, like we said, it's it's timeless. Like, it doesn't feel like a dated '80s. You know, like a dated '80s property. I mean, it, it it still works today. You could, you know, with some tweaking, you could put that, like that show could air today. Mm-hmm. You know, um. So I guess that's it. Anything else? I guess that's it. So okay, we'll be doing some more. Yep. And uh, next time, my choice, I guess. Yep, that's right. We're gonna we're gonna um. We're going to um, alternate choices, and then I think eventually once we, you know, maybe get a few episodes under our belt, maybe we'll open it up to other people. Like, if, you know, if you want to contact us and um, suggest, you know, make a suggestion. Um, I think we'll suggestions w- would actually be really great because, as I was saying before, just there's so many shows out there yeah. it's overwhelming to a it, point to, to try to is. remember ev- all the options that are out there yeah. and I bet just talking to other people you know everybody would have oh, some, yeah. some great ideas Every, so. everyone's got a favorite show or oh you've got to try this or try that and um, so yeah so we'll be looking forward to that and then and you know and uh, we don't have a lot of things set up now as far as, you know, the social media and, um, you know, contact, in a way, contact, but that'll, that'll be coming soon. So, um, yeah, so just keep an eye out for that. And that's it. That's all I've got. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. <laughs>